The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. This is Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, Book 3, Paragraph 7. Never value as an advantage to yourself what will force you one day to break your word, to abandon self-respect, to hate, to suspect, to curse another, to act the hypocrite, to covet anything that calls for walls or coverings to conceal it. A man who puts first his own mind and divine element and the holy rights of its excellence makes no scene, utters no groans, and will need neither the refuge of solitude nor much company. What is most worthwhile, he will pass his days neither in pursuit nor in avoidance, and it is no concern at all of his whether the time be longer or shorter for which he shall have the use of his soul in its bodily envelope. For even if he must be released at once, he will depart as easily as he would perform any other act that can be done with reverence and sobriety, being careful all his life of this one thing alone, that his understanding be not found in any state which is foreign to a rational social being. Um, I don't have much to say on this. Uh, I did notice, though, that he, the way he concludes uh, in his characterization of man is as a rational and social being, and that made me think about the fact that um, the classic Aristotelian uh, definition, uh, there, I guess there are two classic Aristotelian definitions of man. Man is the rational animal, and man is the social animal, or political animal, depending on how you want to say it. So, um, and as we know from, I guess, life experiences, that those two often come in, in uh, contradiction, uh, you know, living as a rational animal and living as a social animal. And I guess I never thought about it until just now that, um, that, uh, uh, maybe stoicism in general, or at least uh, um, Marcus Aurelius's stoicism, is really trying to harmonize those two uh, to provide guidance for how to live as a rational animal and as a social animal. And you see from here, by the way, that social animal does not mean um, that he derives not doesn't necessarily mean that he derives uh, his happiness from society, because uh, he says explicitly here um, that where did he say it? will need neither the refuge of solitude nor much company. Um, no, in other words, it's not like social animal means that that uh, that in order to live as a human, you have to be, um, you know, out there, you know, mingling with people and uh, and uh, and, you know, deriving your happiness from those interactions. When he says social animal, and we've seen this throughout the entire book so far, he means basically recognizing what place you have among your fellow man, whether that is like Aurelius as the as an emperor, or whether it's just a uh, a worker, or whether it's in the family, and then doing your part to work with them and to cooperate with them, uh, in order to um, to you know, so that everyone can live in line with the uh, with the Tzalim within them, you know, to live in accordance with their intellect. So social here should be understood more in the sense of. Uh, of justice, of like living in line with the system, than in the sense of socializing or, or uh, you know, um, uh, deriving like a psychological social happiness. So that's uh, that's what I noticed here.